When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to another Team News stream. Ahead of the biggest double game week ever, I believe people are saying. So it's going to be a good one. There's a bit of injury news to talk about, as always. And I'm joined by Neil. How are you feeling today? All right, Andy, yeah. Yeah, I um. Well, I've gone. My camera's dropped. I was going to say, yeah, I yeah. wonder if you <laughs> noticed that. You're like right on the Yeah, I, yeah, busy today. It's I think there's been 15 press conferences in all. And then we some, had some hangover from last night as well from the Europa League. Yeah, there's lots to discuss. And un, unfortunately for um, a few of the players, we might be in a situation where they, they might not be fit for the first double game week fixture, but they might come back for for the second, which I'll explain about on a, on a case-by-case basis, I think, going forward. Which in some ways is even uh, more frustrating. Sometimes you just want them to yeah. be ruled out so you don't have yeah. that... Uh, temptation but yeah we'll come on to that in just a second uh just before we jump into the first bit of team news we are partnered with fa- uh, fan team if you haven't already checked them out there's a link in the description below if you want to give them a go uh this week there's a game week 26 weekly monster there's 12 and a half thousand euros worth of prizes up for grabs it's just two euro entry i think top prize is uh over a thousand euros as well and all you've got to do is put your fpl knowledge to the test and pick a team for game week 26 could not be easier link in the description below if you want to sign up and give that a go it is 18 plus it is gambling and there is begambleaware.org links in the description below as well if you want to check them out all right let's get on to the first bit of news which would affect the fan team uh, as well as our own fpl teams which is aston villa so jack before we get into this i just want to confirm any news we've got is from dean smith and not from any robots <laughs> is that correct yeah that's that is right yeah yeah absolutely i, I did you see the story on him this morning on was it on the bbc site he was interviewed about his about his tweets and that, and he's caused quite a quite a stir in the football world. I think Dean Smith was even asked about fantasy football this morning in his press conference, and he gave it short shrift that question. Um, someone someone said to him, I, I watched a clip of it. Someone said to him, could they not just not pick their own team? Yeah, and he said, yeah, or they could just not play. I was like, Dean, come <laughs> on, that's a bit harsh. Well, I spoils, but yeah, I can I can understand why. I mean, obviously last. Last week was the the zenith of, of team leaks, really, because Leicester Rogers admitted that he found out about Grealish not being available. So would have helped these plans. So it'll be interesting to see who's still playing FPL this week when we get the FPL Insider report just after the deadline. But yeah, Grealish, the man who, who sparked this uh, uproar, um, he is still, you'll probably see him by now, he's still not red flagged. And that's because he's one of those players who has a chance, however slim, of featuring in the in the second double game week fixture so he's, he's not going to be against Leeds this weekend Dean Smith said that he said he's hoping that he may be back for Sheffield United which is the second double game week 26 fixture or Wolves which is the following one so I something's not right here with me it doesn't quite seem right that he's, he's almost like um, I'm trying to think of a similar situation it was the one with, with Trent a few years ago where um, Pogba was... recently as well wasn't there yeah, where it was yeah. like yeah he's going to be back soon he's going to be back soon yeah. and it just didn't happen I agree because I know, I know some obviously you don't trust everything you read but sometimes it's like no smoke without fire because when it first got reported there was a few places saying it's a month 
And yeah. then he and then Dean Smith said something like, "We're going to have to just wait and see," or something like that. I can't remember the exact words from him. And now it's like, oh, he might be back. Oh, I'll have to wait a bit longer. It's just I agree. I think it feels like he's going to miss the whole of twenty six to me. I think so. Yeah, given the quick, relatively quick turnaround in the games. Um, yeah, it was Simon Stone. I remember he's BBC. He's a, he's a well renowned journalist. He's not some sort of a you know red top hack who just churning out rubbish storylines just to generate clicks. Um, he put out a story saying Grealish out for a month, and that was later changed on the BBC site to just Grealish is injured and he could be out for a month. So I don't know if they've been putting under any pressure to, to change that, but I would be amazed if he's, if he's back for the Sheffield United game, and I've got him um, in, I think, both formats, FPL and fan team. He's great in fan team because he plays 90 minutes every week, He's um, which is, I guess, an extra point in that game. Uh, but I'm, I'll am i be getting rid of him uh, this week. It, you can't really be going to a double game week when there's so many great options out there playing twice. The biggest double game week ever, as you said, um, with the slim chance of him playing maybe one game, even if it is against Sheffield United. So I'll be I'll be offloading. So unfortunately, yeah, that's the news I have to bring you. Uh, Matty Cash is still out as well. And this will got uh, Howes and, and Wesley as well who are out. But of course, a big one from an FPL perspective is, is Grealish. He definitely won't feature this weekend. Yeah, and given Villa have been so good for us to us for lineup news, it's just going to be El Mohamedy in for Cash and El Ghazi yeah. in for Grealish, right? Well, El Mohamedy in for Grealish, um, for sure. El Ghazi came in for... Uh, sorry, El Mohamedy for Cash, for sure. Um, El Ghazi played last weekend against Leicester in Grealish's position. Didn't really do that well, though none of them really did. So they've got options. They've got Trezor Gaten come in. Um, they've got like a wealth of, of other like uh, Sanson as well as the new signing. It was not not a winger, but um, he could mix it up this weekend. But yeah, the, in terms of solid nailed Villa picks, they're back for a keeper and Ollie Watkins, and then everything else with Grealish out is is a slightly up for grabs. I think even Barley because he's been he's been really off the boil since he came back from injury. Um, Smith sticking with him, and he was backing him up this morning in his presser. But uh, he's coming under increasing pressure. I think. Uh, from the players behind him in the queue. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I've seen a few Villa play, a few few Villa yeah. fans on Twitter were saying, get him off, get him off in the, uh, the last game. So, yeah, Greenwich is obviously a big miss. I'm the same as you. I've got him, uh, but I don't have him any longer. Spoiler alert, he is already gone. I took the risk uh, and went early. So, I was glad to hear this news earlier today. Um, let's move on to Leicester. So, they've not long had their press conference, but we've kind of already heard from Rogers on Madison, who's kind of the key player. What's the latest on him? Well, so we had uh, Leicester in action last night in Europa League action and we heard from Rodgers immediately after that game when he was saying uh, the news is sort of partly good and that he doesn't think it's anything um, surgical. So Madison's got this hip issue that's long-standing. I think he had surgery on it previously, but he doesn't think it's going to be a, a requisite this time. Just needs a bit of a rest. Um, didn't really put a time frame on it then. However, in today's press conference, which is the pre-Game Week 26 one, he says he's going to be out along with Perez for the first part of the double game week 26 double header. Um, and then we'll see how it goes after that. He's talking about um, monitoring him over the next couple of weeks. So it's it's almost deja vu. It's like Grealish all over again. There's You'll see again, he won't be red flagged in FPL, I'm sure, because he'll have a chance of playing in that second game week 26 fixture. But to my untrained eyes and ears, it sounds like he's a significant doubt for that second one as well and I wouldn't be banking on any kind of appearances 
if you've got him or if you keep planning on keeping him for the double game week because it's it sounds very very similar you know this, these two players compete for the same spot really in the England team uh, and the managers have both been for some reason maybe to give the uh, not give the opponents a bit of a head up heads up um, being very cagey about the time scales for return. And um, the fact that Roger said this afternoon that they're going to be monitoring Madison over the next couple of weeks makes me think that um, he's not going to come back for that second double game week 26 fixture. Yeah, I think with him, it's a reoccurrence, isn't it? It is. I don't think it is with Greenwich. I think they said it wasn't. But uh, yeah, so that's not obviously not good. But hopefully he's back soon. I guess it will affect um, Leicester in general in attack, although they're you know generally a pretty good team. So it'd be interesting to see how Vardy and co. get on. Uh, in terms of lineups, right, do you, just really quickly, I suppose, do you have any concerns about Vardy playing? Because I've seen a few people considering him. Vardy playing twice. I think he played in the Europa League, didn't he? Um, then we'd have to he'd have to play another two games within the space of a week. Did he play last night. He, he did play last night. Yeah. Um, I, the, the times when he's been rested in the past, it tends to be when there's a sort of two day turnarounds so or Christmas being the prime example. Um, that's not to say he couldn't, because obviously he, like Madison, he's got this recurring thing, and it's his hip as well. Um, but I, I think given the dearth of options, Ian Acho may be be forced to play in that. Not instead of Vardy, but in, in, in the Madison position or as a second, you know, supplementary striker. Um, because he played Tielemans there last night in this in an advanced role. Obviously, they're missing Perez as well. Um, and that didn't work. Rogers even said Tielemans is much better when he's deeper. I made a mistake in that in that sense. So Tielemans probably going to be in his usual deep line role with Ndidi. And then who comes in and plays plays in the Madison position? Barnes is obviously uh, probably even more of a shoe in now because he was rested in, on Thursday and the need that creative spark and a player in form like him. They've got no one else like him when Madison's out. Um, so, yeah, who's going who's gonna to line up? It could be Iheanacho. We saw um, Ricardo Pereira playing um, out of position lately uh, down the right flank. I believe he was sort of sent last night when he came on. He was almost like sort of an attacking midfielder. Um, I didn't see much of the game, but I, I saw the reports of it. So, yeah, I, I'm, Pereira is someone I've got my eye on. Um, he's not going to take Madison's place, but uh, it could be positioned further up that right flank ahead of Castagna as he was last week but uh, yeah I'd, I'd be I might concern not necessarily about Vardy's game time but just what the uh, effect of Madison not being there is on people like Vardy and Barnes because obviously he's uh, everything goes to him he's a bit like Grealish maybe they're not quite as reliant on, on Madison as, as Villa are and Grealish but um, yeah it's certainly it would certainly put doubts in my mind about uh, getting Vardy um, if maybe not Barnes yeah, definitely. I agree. And I also agree on Ricardo Pereira. I think he's a really good pick. Uh, shame I can't get him myself. But yeah, I think he's just a good long-term pick. I think Leicester's fixtures yeah, are so just, good, yeah. uh, especially from a defensive point of view. All right, let's move on uh, to kind of more good news with Liverpool. Um, so it looks like Jota's not necessarily going to be back this week, but it looks like he's going to be back soon, would you say? Yeah, he's done two, two full uh, training sessions. Um, we saw the pitches in midweek. And um, yeah, I would be astonished if he's anywhere near the the pitch this weekend. Possibly in the shake-up for you know squad involvement, but um, of course this is a, again a double game week team Liverpool. So uh, any flag would would reflect the second fixture as well. So he, he could be back for the uh, and and in sort of getting pitch time for um, the second game, and that is similar with Fabinho and Milner. Um, Klopp said they hadn't joined in trainer yet. They were due back in, I think, tomorrow for their first sessions. So there'll be three lots of match fitness flags. 
um, with those three players. Jota is the excitement, of course, because he was building up quite the, the cold following in FPL just when he got injured. I got him in a bit like a bit of Gundogan, really, for, for Man City. Maybe not quite as quite as pronouncing effect, but um, he was offering a lot of value there in the sort of sub seven million bracket, and they've been floundering pretty much since he was being injured because they haven't had anyone to come in and alleviate the, the burden on on the front three. So um, want a monitor because I was I was doing a frisk of the fixtures earlier this week, and Liverpool's running is excellent. It's ridiculous. Really good. Yeah, really good, <laughs> and they'll be hopefully fighting for a top four place. Right until the end, so they have no reason to rotate. And uh, yeah, Jota will be will be on my radar. Yeah, I think right now, like a lot of people are on maybe Salah, maybe a defender, but mo- most people I think have only got one or even zero Liverpool players right now. But from game week 31, it looks crazy. Like Aston Villa, Leeds, Newcastle, Southampton, West Brom. Like it's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Jota might come back at the right time. And I know he didn't quite do, like you said, like a Gundogan, but you know, if he hadn't got injured, he could have. Like he was, he was in that good a form. So yeah, but definitely one to monitor. Still under seven million, I think. So uh, yeah, six point six, absolutely ridiculous price. I've definitely got my eye on him already. Uh, let's go on to uh, Man United. Um, so obviously Cavani's been missing, but out, outside of that, I don't think there's been too many first teamers uh, no. apart from Pogba, who knows long term. What's the latest on Cavani and Co? Same, exactly the same update as we had last week when Solskjaer said he was going to be uh, hopeful of him being involved along with McTominay and Van der Beek. Uh, he said exactly the same thing on, I think it was Wednesday, which was ahead of the Europa League. Uh, they didn't feature in that. But tellingly, I think at the time he said that they hadn't trained as of Wednesday. So that trio of players, including Cavani, hadn't even been involved in training at that point. Now, of course, we've got extra recovery days now. I think they play on Sunday, so there's still time for them to come back. These are all short-term injuries and match fitness wouldn't be that much of an issue. But um, Solskjaer doesn't give us much to go off with his injury updates. And his hopeful of involvement, quotes can extend from t- uh, 75% to 25% flags in FPL. Um, he doesn't give us any kind of indication of the severity of the injuries. Um, he has ruled one matter out, but as you said, not no other first-teamers are a red flag for this one other than uh, Pogba. Good stuff. Um, let's go on to the other side of Manchester. Have we heard from Pep? We have, yeah. Um, I I must admit, this was in the flurry of 131s and we were, have, we're sort of divvying up them ourselves. I don't think there was much going on. He did, I did see um, that uh, he said De Bruyne was fit. I think he was asked about, um, you know, De Bruyne was benched in midweek. He said he was fit for that game and he's going to be really important towards the end of the season. I think the more more uh, interesting quotes from Guardiola came after that Mönchengladbach game. Talking about Cancelo, it was a really exciting quote. He's talking about his, his powers of recovery. Uh, a bit like Mares and Sterling, which he's talked about before. He says uh, Cancelo could play again tomorrow if we had another game, which is music to my ears as an Ola, given we've got four back-to-back matches coming up in, in two double game weeks and the rest. Um they're playing twice a week from now until the March international break. So there's some good quotes on Cancelo from, from Guardiola, which of course is going to mean a bench in this weekend. As we all know, <laughs> in, in Pep speak, you'll be, um, be among the substitutes. I, to be honest, right? I've obviously, like everyone else, I've got three Man City players. I, I'm just hoping for three out of four games. And if I get four, perfect. But three out of four would still be better than yeah. the usual two. I'm just looking at the quote about De Bruyne. Now, I don't know how the question was posed to him, but yeah, he said he's fully fit. He was fully fit against Gladbach. I will not say anything different. He's a key player for us. I, I don't know. I've got a sneaking suspicion that he's not actually up to match fitness yet, and that's why he didn't play. Um, 
and so i'm not saying it will take a long time to get to that point but they have given him like what is it like 15 to 20 minutes and then 60 minutes against arsenal and then a bench in so that kind of tells me that he's maybe not up for playing back-to-back 90s at the moment so what do you think? Yeah, I mean, they they did do something similar in the in the autumn where De Bruyne was rested. I think in pretty much every Champions League game. Um, and uh, yes, cleared. they did, didn't they? Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know what the policy is. And obviously, these double game weeks will take the form of a of a Champions League game week in a sense because they'll be playing Saturday and Wednesday. Um, so I yeah, I suspect it might be three out of four for De Bruyne at best. Um, he still looked good in patches against Arsenal. I mean, there was a couple of absolutely fantastic passes to Gundogan and Sterling. There was that chip as well that nearly floated in. So he did look rusty and he was he was blown out of his backside by the time we got to an hour and he was he was taken off then. Um, so he's, yeah, fitness is probably a little bit of an issue, but he is a, a naturally fit guy. Yeah, You've yeah. seen him doing them long busting runs right until the 90th minute in most games. So I don't think it's going to take long for him to be back to the speed. Um, it's just whether you whether you put him in for this initial game week. I might mean, look at him for the for the next one, yeah, I'm eyeing him up. Um, I'm eyeing a switch from double defense yeah. to double attack and getting rid of Bruno. That's my uh, that's my initial plan, but we'll see if that comes. Well, it's easy to say it now. Next week, I'll be uh, I'll be panicking about it, but yeah, I agree. Let's see what let's see what he does this week, and then uh, yeah, we maybe go for 27 onwards. Uh, let's go to Everton. So obviously, uh, Calvert Lewin has played now. Um, he's only only recently back from injury, but. Uh, did, I think Ancelotti got asked about it specifically, right? And he, he basically said he's fine. We can play straight away, right? Yeah, I mean, he was asked about this last week as well. Uh, he said Alan and Calvert-Lewin were fine and everyone who was fit is fit enough to start. And then he duly benched them both in the Merseyside derby. And it wasn't, it wasn't a surprise in the case of Alan, But Calvert-Lewin has already been out a short period of time and they didn't, they didn't start with him. He says they have both trained this week. They both are fully fit. No, um, any sort of knockout repercussions from from the from Calvert Lewin's brief appearance. Anyway, Alan didn't get off the bench. Um, so you would think in a, in a in a normal situation, Calvert Lewin comes straight back in, but they did just go in and win at Anfield without him two 0 with Richarlison playing through the middle. Um, and I think was it Rodriguez just behind him? So they had a they had a yeah a, a plan that worked at Anfield. Is it is it the plan they would roll out again? Uh, against Salatino, it's a more winnable game. They, they use a wing-back system against Liverpool, obviously more defensive setup. Would they go for the juggler a bit more against the team that's just shipping goals for fun? Uh, I think Calvert-Lewin comes back in. I'm putting faith in it anyway. I've put him in my predicted lineups, and he'll be in my squad. So I'll be, um, yeah, hanging a noose around my neck if I, if if yeah, if I uh, get that wrong on both fronts. But I think it's, um, yeah, it's it's maybe. Given that they were going to be spending a lot of time off the ball at Anfield, maybe it wasn't a quite a game for Calvert Lewin. Whereas something like a certain match uh, very much is. I hope so. Anyway, yeah. As but a non-owner, I'm sad. I think I hope he doesn't. <laughs> I hope he does miss one out. But I think I think it's clutching the straws. Really, don't see why he wouldn't play both. He's. Um, I think the only injuries they've got is, is Mina, who's who's going to be out for a couple of weeks, and then Gabamin, of course, who's just permanently crocked. But I think in terms of the, the first teamers, uh, everyone's fit. Good stuff. Uh, okay, what, uh, who else have we got? Sorry, what else have we got? Uh, who else? West Ham. Uh, I, again, I think they're it's Masuaku and Yarmolenko are out, and there's not. I don't think there's any issues with any first teamers, is there? Uh, no, Fredericks is only a new one. He's, he's groin, small groin problem, uh, or minor groin problem. I should say that sounds like something else. A small groin problem, and he's touch and go. But um, yeah, 
first team as there was no real word and Antonio came back last week so your daily your weekly Antonio report from me you don't need it this time because he's he's back fit for how long excellent know. hopefully until Leeds in game week 27 that's my hope um Spurs next I mean I guess you I haven't actually checked the predicted lineups yet but are you thinking that Bale comes into this one yeah I am which is it's unlike me to be so categorically emphatic about a team prediction because I normally try and uh, cop out of telling you something on air but yeah I do I do think he's going to start and uh, the reason for that of course was that he's benched in the Europa League and Marino has previously gone on record of saying that he's, he's still not sure he's able to string together successive starts separated by three days so there was obviously a reason why he wasn't involved um, in, in the Europa League and the reason for that I think was because he was so excellent when he came on against West Ham a half time game changing cameo really if you can call a half half of a game of cameo it was noticeably he looked more motivated just just sharper um I think I mentioned in me in my scout squad he looked more like the the wheels talisman than the the washed up Real Madrid player that um which is of course what we've been hoping for since he signed but he just hasn't shown anything of the sort until now don't get too carried away of course it's just been it's been half of a Premier League game and two Europa League outings but uh I think four tackle returns and three in all competitions and he looked like he was he, he was sort of got the bit between his teeth and Mourinho was asked about whether he would, he would play all I think all four of Son, Kane, Bale and Ali um, and he said he sort of hinted that it was a possibility they ended up with those four on the pitch last weekend and they still got beat is what Mourinho said but um, he did leave the field with I think, positive thoughts off the back of that and Ali had such a good game on Thursday as well so um, possibility that the old gang are back together this weekend. Son and Kane, obviously, they're going to start. No doubts about that. Bale, I think, definitely as well. And then Ali, maybe more of a more of a doubt, but he's played himself back in a contention anyway. Um, not that anyone's going to touch him just yet in FPL. Yeah, I mean, we've seen Lucas Moura kind of play a ten position at times as well, and he was re- he well, he was on the bench whether he was rested or just left yeah. out. I don't know. So he he could come in. I hope they do. I feel it feels a bit like when Liverpool went right. Screw it, we're just putting Jota in and playing four attackers. <laughs> like Spurs have that many good attackers. I just just do it and then and then see what happens because the defense is not really that reliable. So um, yeah, I feel like they. I know that's not the Mourinho way necessarily, or at least the cliche is that it's not his way, but. Uh, yeah, maybe the tides are turning now. Like the league's gone, they're not going to win that anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I definitely been a bit more intent because in Dombali had been playing at that number ten position for for months. Him and the Celso sort of interchanging, and then he's gone back the the, the sort of double pivot with Hoiberg. So that's freed up you know a, a space for a, a, you know an orthodox attacking midfielder. Um, and of course, Reguilon's back now. He's fit. Aurier was past fit today by the Marine as well. So more of their attack minded players are, are are available again. Um, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. What I really liked about Bale as well, just really quickly, is and this is so simple, I know, but he's obviously got that that left foot, which is so dangerous. But they just didn't know whether to show him inside or not, and he kept going down the outside. And his crossing with his right foot is almost just as good. So yeah. I, he just adds so much. I hope he play. I just want to see him play, even not from an FPL point of view, because he was one of the best players in the world when he left. So yeah, hopefully he comes back. But yeah, maybe, maybe even a game week twenty seven punt. You never know. If you've really ballsy, do it this week, like Luke. He's done like it this Luke, week. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't he triple Catnam as well? I like? think so, yeah. That's <laughs> such a Luke move. Uh, okay, let's go on to Leeds. Uh, another team that did really well last week. Uh, 3-0 against Southampton in their double, their second double. Uh, Calvin Phillips missed both games. We were hoping that he'll be back for the first one. Um, oh, sorry, the second one, which he wasn't. And it looks like he's still out, is he? 
He is, yeah. Uh, and this is a single game week for Leeds, so there will be a red flag on 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 him. And Rodrigo as well, he's also out. Uh, they're missing a few others as well, Pavida and um, Norwood on Shackleton. Klish, uh, I think, uh, uh, oh is it Klish or Klish? It's going to be, it's going to be fine, we think. We're not entirely sure. Um, Bielsa said yesterday that he's doing pretty well. Um, and then when he was asked if he was going to be fit, he said, I don't know. But he was doing it with a smile. I think he's learned his lesson from uh, earlier in the season when he gave away the entire team, the entire lineup. And I think since then he's pledged not to discuss selection issues. Um, health and injuries, he does disclose, but he doesn't. He didn't tell you who's going to come in in a certain position. So uh, I think he's seventy-five percent flagged. Um, apart from that, I think that's it. Nothing. Nothing really new. Just yeah, Phillips. Obviously, we were concerned about the fact of him being out on the likes of Banford and the likes of uh, Rafinha and Dallas in, in defence. But uh, and it did sort of pan out that way against Wolves to struggle then. But then, lo and behold, they go and um, swap on the side. And all three of those players I just mentioned got attacking returns. So uh, maybe they're not. Yeah, maybe they found a way now. To go, that was the problem to find a way to cope without without um, Phillips. I think they played the back three in a, in a game. Um, so yeah, uh, I think I think native. Southampton did help as well. Like that, yeah. that Bamford yeah. goal, like where he was just in between the True. two defenders. But Villa, Villa aren't necessarily defending as well as they they've been for the rest of the season either. So yeah, I don't think it's the the worst game on the pronunciation. By the way, someone will tell us in the chat or in the comments. Oh, yeah. I think you don't pronounce the. It's like click, but you don't pronounce the ck. So it's like clear. It's like I think Is that's it, really? it. I think I could be wrong. Someone let us know in the comments, and I'll keep an eye out while we're going through the other um the other team news uh let's move on to chelsea um so again i don't think they've got any concerns about new injuries have they it's just the tiago silva one is that the only major one yeah he's out of this weekend uh, uh he's, he's meant to be returned to training i think full training next week so he could come into contention for that second double game week fixture i think he's been doing some individual sessions today and then part of the training se- uh, team session as well so he could be back next week but he's not going to be available this weekend and yeah, as you said, that's it from an injury point of view for Chelsea. Good stuff. Uh, let's move on to Bernie to find out what Woodsy, Goodman, C, <laughs> Brady, Z are all doing. How are they getting on? Yeah, they're doing well, Z. Yeah, they're doing all right. Um, uh, Dice said that he gave us a huge list. I did actually tune in for this one live. So dedicated I am. I've signed up for a free trial to the Bernie website because you can stream the um, stream the press conferences live on that. Uh, so I'll, I'll list them all off. Uh, Woody has been out for a few days. Uh, sorry, he's out been out for a few days training. Um, so that's positive. I think he's he's obviously nearing a return. Gerard, which in normal speak is Gerard Rodriguez, he's had a, a few knocks, but it looks like he's fine. Um, Goodmanson, not yet. Uh, Brady is uh, um, a maybe at one of those touch and goes, same as Eric Peters. Um, Barnsley is out as well. That's Ashley Barnes. And uh, Dale Stevens, who was, who was given the full uh, name treatment by uh, Daesh, so he mustn't be one of his favourites. He's um, trained again and hopeful on him. So, yeah, he said two or three may, may figure this weekend, and then the rest are still waiting on. So, by the sounds of it, I would think that's Chris Wood and Rodriguez, or the nearest. And then the rest of them are, uh, are yeah, the, the classic 50 50 touch and go calls from Daesh, which never actually seemed to be 50 50. Seems to be more 25. Um, they might be back for the sort of second double game of games, but there's just no way of knowing those quotes from Daesh. But yeah, Wood and, and um, Rodriguez back, which should bolster the ranks in attack because they're obviously always struggling for goals at the minute. 
I'm past the days now of caring about Chris Woods. He's been in my team for eight weeks. He's finally going this week. So whether he plays or not, I, I'm not bothered. I don't think many people will be, but you never know in the future. He could come back. I've still got that goal against Aston Villa to uh, to remember from him. Uh, let's go to your team, Newcastle. How are they looking at the moment? Yeah, uh, Fernandez is he still may come a bit too soon this week, and he's he's back in training. But again, um, maybe the maybe the following week. Um, no, I don't think nothing new reports uh, in terms of injuries. Wilson and Mankiewicz seem to be ahead of schedule. Um, Mankiewicz, no one will care about an FPL. Wilson, people will, especially for game week twenty nine. So from that initial prognosis, which could have been up to eight weeks, I think, I think he's now three or four weeks away, according to um, according to Bruce. So if we're lucky, he could be back for game week. It'll be a bit of a push. Um, and then, of course, the international break follows. So they might decide to preserve him for, for after that. It just depends how desperate we are at the time if we're dragged into that scrap um, by the time game week 29 rolls around. And it is a game against Brighton who are, who are around us. Then he might he might rush him back for that. But yeah, the, probably the main takeaway point from that press conference was the goalkeeping situation. Um, it sounds to me like the Bradford's coming back in. We've had a season of Darlow, um, but he's made a few ricks in recently and he let Rashford shot past him at the near post last weekend. And from Bruce, Bruce's comments, it sounded like he was talking about bringing the Bradford back. He says, I've got to make decisions that are best for the team, as, you know, as well as Darlow's done. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's um, back between the posts this weekend. Good stuff. Uh, according to the chat, I'm absolutely wrong about that name. And it's <laughs> pronounced Cleek. I don't think I'm right either. Cleek, maybe, but I, oh, I'm it? sure I've pronounced it like that before and people have told me it's wrong, so I don't know. Maybe I'll try and find out. Uh, yeah, I agree with the comment that we should bring back the Irish Liverpool goalkeeper because at least I know how to pronounce that one. Um, okay, let's move on to Arsenal. How are they looking? Um, I think probably more fatigue than an injuries is going to be an issue this weekend. Um They've only got oh, partly came back even on, on Thursday. I think they've got a, a full complement of players. Rob Holden had been serving that concussion protocol. I think I'm still awaiting that every week from Arsenal. Hasn't arrived yet because it's a Sunday game. Um, but judging from what Arteta is saying, that it's it's fatigue is going to be the, the concern. Um, they were in Greece for that Benfica game. They've had a four hour flight back. I think the players are still there today, even. And um, we've had like a number of them. Bellerin, uh, Saka, Aubameyang, Odegaard have played four matches or started four matches in a row in all competitions in the last 12 days or 13 days. Um, and Saka was even name-checked by Arteta as being fatigued. So it could be that this is finally the game he gets a rest because it's been talked about for a long time. He may be taken out of the, the team for just a week. Um, but it becomes so reliant on him. He's like basically their best player now. He's sort of surpassed Aubameyang as the the talisman almost now um, as well as Aubameyang's doing again he's, he's got a bit of form back but uh, I, I do wonder whether he'll he'll now start to, to chop and change we saw it last week again against City was five changes and he's, he's clearly put his best team out in Europe last night was his best team I think looking on paper anyway so it's Smith, Rowe, Odegaard Aubameyang Saka in attack so um, would not be surprised if we saw another four or five changes this weekend against Leicester yeah, I've already seen people start talking about Aubameyang, not for this week, but for next week, possibly. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how they do if they are uh, up to full strength. And, uh, yeah, whether people actually do bring him in next week. Obviously, got a game in 29 as well, so mm-hmm. they will start to come in, I think, and I would say. Uh, let's go to Crystal Palace, uh, who have basically just been awful. I don't know how they won against Brighton, but they did. Um, so, fair play to them. How are they looking on the injury front? 
have no idea how they got as many points as they have. Like, how are they above? Like, Brighton are, are far better team, in my eyes, anyway. Uh, yeah, so they're still injury-plagued. They've got a lot of people still on the sidelines, but they're getting a few people back. Maybe not for this weekend, but we could be looking for the second double game week fixture. Uh, have they got? Yeah, they have got double game week fixture, yeah. Um, uh, Zaha is the main one. So he's been back on the training ground today doing individual sessions. Hodgson optimistically saying he's hoping he could be back next week. Um, I think that, that he said he could get wrong off the medical people for saying that, but uh, they're hopeful that he could be, he could be returning. Same with Schlupp and um, Connor Wickham, remember him. So they're the three that are near in a return. All of them will be back on the grass and doing work. And then he's talked about them rejoining the full squad sessions next week. So um, Zaha, again, one of those players who could miss the first double gaming fixture and then come back for the second. But given that he's been red flag for a while anyway, I think most people won't, won't, be, um, won't be as bothered as it would be with Grealish and Madison. But um, I think one new injury report now is Nathaniel Klein, who's got a muscle problem. Um, but again, no biggie from an FBL perspective. Good stuff. Uh, well, let's go to Brighton, who we were just talking about there. So it looks like, yeah, we talk, I think we talked about last week about Lamptey possibly being back soon. So it looks like he might be involved in the squad, but probably still not going to start. Um, was there any other any other news from Brighton in terms of like lineups and injuries? Um, Webster's going to be out until after the international break, so he's been a, a regular starter at centre-back. Um, Solly March is out for the season. Again, he was one of the regulars uh, down the left wing-back position. And as you said, Lamptey's probably the headline one there that he's going to be batting a squad, it sounds like, or at least nearing a return, but not from the start. And Velton's been playing so well anyway that um, there is simply no rush to bring him back. Um, and the onus is really on Lamptey to, to displace Velton. I mean, Velton can go and play centre-half, of course, um, and maybe somewhere else as well. You know, White, White can play in midfield, but um, yeah, uh, Lamptey's is back. For how long? We don't know, because he's He's a, he had a flag pretty much every week when he was fit, even when he yeah. was playing. He had a, had a yellow flag on him um, from week to week. So, um, yeah, you won't be going anywhere near him just yet. Again, one, one for, for 29, maybe, when they're, when they're playing Newcastle. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, we've got a few more teams. I've just seen something really interesting on Harry Kane, um, which, I'll, which I'll mention at the end. Right? I think uh, I don't, I can't 100% confirm the quote, but it is uh, it is from Football London, which I think is okay, right, usually, Football London? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I'll, I'll go through that in a, se- in a minute because it might scaremonger a few people, including me. <laughs> um, so it's not about Kane specifically. It kind of is, I'll tell you in a minute. Uh, let's go on to Fulham first. One of Spurs' opponents, how are they looking? Okay, pretty much the same. Mitrovic is back after, after his COVID um, uh, self-isolation period. Uh, and it's just Kenny and Congo out. So just the same, I think. Cool. Uh, what about West Brom? Uh, Snodgrass, yet another player who's going to be missing the first game week fixture and then back for the second. Uh, Allardyce doesn't want to risk him for this first one. And then um, it's I think they've got uh, Thursday night, I think they've got, so they've almost got six days to recover. So um, they're concentrating on getting him back for that Everton game. Um, I think in terms of everyone else, I think it's just uh, games we didn't get an update on. We did see a mate of the Niles play on the left, which I've seen a lot of people getting excited about uh, on Twitter, which is a strange thing to, to convince you to get a West Brom defender in. He was playing on the left of midfield last week when um, uh, Ajay got sent off and they rejigged things. And Allardyce was full of praise for his performance. He was getting forward into some attacking positions. And of course, he's an FPL defender. Um, who will be eligible for clean sheets. He's playing in midfield normally for West Brom. Um, so that was a court to note if you are thinking of, of, of um, looking at him because the fixtures aren't terrible. 
even beyond this game week. Um, but yeah, Snodgrass, the 50-50 flag and FPL, he's out for the first, should be back for the second one. Without this coming back to bite me too much, uh, he is eligible for clean sheets, but he still plays for West Brom. So uh, I think anyone get, <laughs> anyone getting him in should be wary of that. But you know, I guess you never know. We're always on the lookout for an out-of-position defender, aren't we? It's the, the FPL stuff of dreams. So why not? Even Sam Allardyce is going to get some clean sheets at some point soon, surely. Um, okay, let's go on to... We've got three teams left. So Southampton first. They're looking, they're looking in a bad way, I would say. Yeah, beleaguered. Um, good news for Everton and, and those who are thinking about captaining the likes of Richarlison and Calvert-Lewin. So they've already got a cluster of players out. Added to that now is Oriel Romeo is going to be out for the season. And Minamino is out for this week. It could be back shortly afterwards, just a minor hamstring problem. But um, they really are struggling now. Walt, Peters is still out. Walcott's still out. Diallo, um, a, a small bone of a Femi. The list goes on. And... It's the fullback areas and in central midfield now where they're, where they're light. Um, so they haven't got any deputy right back, really. They've been playing um, uh, Bednarek there recently. And they haven't got anyone for Romeo, really. Not, not a senior body because Diallo's still out. There could be the, uh, oh, I forget his name, is it Jankovic? who could be coming back in. He was, just, he was sent off at uh, Man United. Um, he's, he's now eligible, of course. He's free of suspension. So it could be him pressed into. Playing in midfield, but all, all of that sounds pretty good from an Everton perspective. If you're back in those attacking assets like Calvert Lewin, because um, they can't keep a, a clean sheet for love and the money at the moment. McCarthy's just shipping them for fun. Uh, why I still own him when people yeah, like Martin is and Pope? I have no idea. Why, I mean, what am I thinking? I think I've been, again, every year I've been blinded by double game week uh, potential. I know Southampton have had like, I've got two. I thought, oh, yeah, I'll hang on, I'll hang on. The, the bounty recoups it with that early se- season form. And it's just, it's just depressing watching the string of one-pointers drift feed in every week. Um, so uh, he's, uh, he's probably going to be a goner. Uh, one of the Southampton goalkeepers is going to be a goner this week for Martinez. I just can't stand it any longer. Yeah, um, I don't think McCarthy's going to get much in game week, double game week 27 no. either, is he, against Man City? No. I should, we, we've only got two teams left. I will talk about that Kane stuff. He's not injured, by the way. I'm not trying to, like, really scare people. Uh, but just wait a second. It's just an interesting quote that Mourinho said. Uh, Sheffield United, how are they looking? Yeah, again, this is good news for Liverpool, that they really are splitting, as they have been all season. Um, so they're, they're three centre-halves from last season who were so dependable and, and sort of injury-proof. Uh, of all out, they're all sidelined. So Connell has been long term as well. We knew about that. But Egan and now Basham in recent weeks have joined them. They're all out this weekend. As is the right wing back from last week, which is Bogle. He's going to be out for one or two weeks. They've got uh, on top of that uh, Jack Robinson, who's a potential deputy for Connell. Musi um, is out. Uh, Rodwell's out. There's, there's the list goes on. Um, so now, yeah, their defence against. I mean, Liverpool obviously are stinking the place out too at the moment, but. If you needed some incentive for the likes of Salah, then their defence is going to be completely patched up. Like it'll be Ampadu, um, Jaggy Elka, maybe Kean Bryan or Ender Stevens playing at centre half. But it's going to be it's going to be decimated that team. Um, and yeah, uh, yeah, Bogle and Basham are the latest additions to that list, and they're not going to feature this weekend. So yeah. Good yeah. news for Liverpool. I'm very glad I still own Salah. I'm just hoping to get something out of him because it feels like a lot of people are jumping off and this would be a great time for him to kind of show what he can do. And he has scored four in the last five. So it's not even like he's been uh, doing nothing. Did we hear anything from Wolves, from Nuno? 
We do you know what we did, and I haven't got it to hand. I apologise for that because there was a cluster of them at um, one o'clock. Well, I'll tell you why you're looking for that. Twelve. Yeah. Why you're looking for that? This this is the quote from Mourinho, right? (laughs) So this is this is in football London. Someone just put it in the chat. What sports sport? I wanted to uh, announce it. So he's talking (laughs) about Vinicius. Now again, I don't know what the question was. Why Vinicius has been brought up, right? But it must have been around playtime. And this is what he said. This is about Vinicius. He said, in the Premier League, he's going to play because we have so many matches that Kane cannot play every match, which is a weird thing to say considering Kane literally plays every match when he's um, fit. Uh, He goes on to say a bunch of other stuff about it, and he says, but he has one problem. The problem is Harry Kane. It's as simple as that. You need to be a special guy, etc., etc. He's basically saying it's tough to get into a team which has Harry Kane, but it's just that first line of uh, he's going to play in the Premier League because we have so many matches that Kane cannot play every match. Before anyone panics, I think Europa League is... I think Europe, our European matches are off for a couple of weeks, I think. So I wonder if that mean, just means in the future, when they've got Europa League, that he might start resting him. Because they've got Burnley, then Fulham, uh, and then Palace. So they haven't got a Europa League game till the 11th of March. So I'm a Kane owner. I'm going to triple captain Kane. I don't think this would put me off. Yeah, he's just not. Although he is only just back from injury, isn't he? Yeah, and he missed out last Thursday in the Europa League when he said he couldn't play. He said he would be risking it, um, like recurring to that injury. Yeah, I mean, that's completely flying in the face of what Mino said last week when he said that he wants Kane to play every single minute of, of every game. Um, when he was talking about Kane taking himself out of the firing line first leg. So, yeah, I mean, maybe more so. When Spurs are deeper in the, in in the Europa League, I mean, you could. Depends how much Mourinho's given up the league now. If he's given up the chase for a top four space and sees the Europa League as the more realistic prospect of qualifying for next year's Champions League, then maybe there's some there's some weight behind that. But would he throw the towel in with like a third of the season still to go? I don't know. And as you said, it's 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 three Premier League games before we get back to the Europa League. So um, yeah, I, I wouldn't stop me getting them in. Certainly not this week. It's some, it's something. It's one of those where you'd, you'd be wary of it from game week thirty onwards or something. When we're getting towards the end of the season, where players have got motivations elsewhere and or they're on the beach, it's one of those Europa League situations where you're thinking, yeah, the priority isn't the Premier League anymore. But I think it's a bit early for that. I just, it's just one of those, it's just one of those funny things that, like, I know, like. Um... Uh, I, I can't remember who it was. Said they, oh, Pep said that he didn't even know fantasy football was a thing. Uh, if managers knew the control they had by just a tiny little quote about Vinicius, like he's not even talking about Kane. He hasn't <laughs> said Kane's not fit or anything. He's just talking about another player who, by the way, is probably annoyed he's not getting minutes. So Mourinho's probably just trying to big him up. Yeah. Uh, but it's just funny because this is going to be it now for the rest of the day until tomorrow's deadline. We're all going to be worried about this. Uh, yeah, this little bit of news. So I thought I would add that in. Um, yeah, because it was, it was just interesting. And obviously, Harry Kane's such a big, uh, big player this week. So, yeah, I think we're set. I think that's everything. Um, I don't think we've yeah, missed well, anything Just on Wolves, yeah, uh, not really much, I don't think. Um, Nuno was talking about Jimenez hopefully playing again this season. Um, and he's obviously got on the grass now and doing individual sessions. Um, but we, we'll hopefully see him by the end of the, end of the campaign. Um, their new injury... Doubt, I think it was Marcel came off. He was on as a sub, and then swiftly had to depart himself. Um, but I look into Wolves a bit more because um, sometimes they're underreported. I don't see these ones live as a Wolves one, and I have to transcribe them later on. And sometimes they are a bit underreported um, at the time, you know, in, in the flurry of the, the City pressers and the Liverpool pressers. So if there's anything comes out of that, 
Um, I'll, I'll obviously tweet about it and put it in the team news roundup um, uh, and, the, and the team news tab as well. So, yeah, I'll keep you posted. Yeah, mate, obviously, deadline's not till tomorrow. So make sure you're checking out fantasyfootballscout.co.uk. Like Neil said, team news tab at the top uh, with all the predicted lineups. There'll be an article out later as well. Uh, and any if there is any further news, if Mourinho rules came out completely, we'll make sure to uh, to put a tweet up about it as well. Uh, and obviously, we'll be back this time next week as well to do the game week 2017 news, which probably won't be quite as exciting because it's not a double game. Well, it is a double game week, but it's not as big as this week. Uh, but we'll be here either way. So do give the video a like if you enjoy it hit subscribe if you are new around here uh, and i'll say thank you very much for joining me neil uh, cheers andy yeah see you next week good luck everyone uh, i'll be back tomorrow with breakfast club uh with guests to be announced it's just going to be a nice surprise for you uh, not that i haven't figured out who it is yet uh, pro- <laughs> i'm hopefully ted can do it again because he's been great on it but we'll see uh, so yeah thanks for watching and we'll uh, see you again soon